Welcome to today's episode um, of the Family Legacy Series. And I have a special guest, Eliza Said, who's with me today, who is a, um, a marriage coach. So uh, it's, it's going to be great to have a chat with her today. Um, so welcome, Eliza. Thank you so much. It's actually Aliza Said. I know it's Aliza. I'm sorry. That's okay. You're not the first and you won't be the last. <laughs> so, say your name again. Aliza Said. Okay. Aliza Said. So thank exactly. you. Yay. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. It's great to have you here. And um I'm really looking forward to talking about relationships and, um, you know, which is a, a big part of the, the work that I do um, is about, uh, like you, I work with mums and a big part of it is that, that relationship with self and relationship with others, you know, relationship with partners and children. I know you specialize in that, that partner part, don't you? Yes, I do. I am very passionate about it. I feel like obviously the relationship with our partner starts with the relationship with ourselves, mm -hmm. but then that just flows over into our lives in every other relationship as well. I like to say that motherhood and marriage are the most epic personal development journeys in the world. And once you're on that journey, it definitely flows over into every other journey that you're on. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm you know, people, I say the same a lot as well, you know, was when you become a parent, you know, um, that is, it's for life. Marriage isn't always, uh, you know, it, you know, your parenting journey, it, you know, it starts um, and then that is it until you die, you're a parent, you know, that, yeah. that never changes. Um, and so much growth happens for us, doesn't it? So much change um, at different stages. And I know that you tend to work with people who are fairly new mothers. Is that right? Yeah, new mothers, mothers of young children, mostly mm -hmm. like until, I don't know, about age 10 are my main, my main mamas that I work with. Yeah. I'm also a doula. So a lot of times the work just flows over into there. So really even pre-baby, postpartum, and then onwards. Yeah, 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 it's it's interesting. Um, with where I'm at in my life, you know, and, and my marriage or my partnership, um, because, you know, lots of people aren't necessarily married, but are, you know, life partners. Um, you know, I'm like 20 years into my relationship, you know, um, so it's definitely not new. <laughs> and, you know, one of the things that comes up in the work that I do, because um, I work with with parents, um, I work with couples um, and around their, their parenting journey is um, different approaches, you know, having being on a different page from each other is something that can come up and you know I, I do it with couples but I also and the couples I tend to work with are the people who are on the same page who, who are going in the same direction who want the same thing 
Mm-hmm. Um, but I also often work with mums who are, you know, that is a struggle because their partner doesn't necessarily have the same approach, which, you know, is a very um, conscious, respectful kind of parenting approach that, that I'm, you know, work with. And, you know, it can be challenging when your partner's not um, on the on the same page. So is that similar for you? Do you work with mums on their own? as well as uh, couples? Yeah, so I usually work with moms on their own. And definitely differences in parenting styles or beliefs even around Uh parenting is something that comes up a lot. Yeah. And something that I have come to learn more and more is that we don't have to have the same beliefs as our partner in parenting. Yeah. And just like... I would like my child to have different relationships with different people. And I don't want her teacher to be exactly who I am because I want my her, for example, my daughter. I would love for her to meet other people and meet new experiences as long as they're not hurtful or, you know, belittling of my child. I would like her to have different encounters and my children's relationship with me and my children's relationship with my, with my husband might not be the same and that's okay. It yeah. doesn't mean that it's bad to have different beliefs around parenting. How we do things together, that's something else. Absolutely. But yeah, yeah. Each of us having our own set of beliefs around it is a good thing and sometimes that even you know sometimes a child needs to know that they have the other one to bounce off not because they're going to the other one because you know I'm upset at mommy so now I come to you and you're my good guy and she's the bad one not like that but when Uh we build a dynamic of you know there's lots of different ideas going on in the home and you can always bounce off of someone else in a loving way in a way that we each support each other then I'm all for having different ideas in the home yeah yeah and, you know, having those um, different approaches and different personalities to navigate, you know, gives that a real rich experience, doesn't it, for, yeah. for children. And, you know, and it can be really challenging, you know. Um, you know, I have worked with mums um, because, you know, like you, I mostly work with mums um, who's whose partners have very different approaches but it is a a, an issue you know because they they may be um you know in a in a um a a separated situation you know and maybe some of the things that are going on in the other household aren't great you know so it's then supporting the child through um you know, having that nurturing, loving environment and building that resilience to be able to deal with other situations and other environments that maybe uh, are, are more challenging, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a different experience when it's not something that you're building together. Yeah. When it's separate, then yeah, it's a whole different kind of s- set of skills that we need to give our children. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's very challenging. Yeah. Well, one of the, and I'm, I'm really interested in, um, you know, that you, you work uh, around relationships, around particularly um, our marriage style relationships or, or partnerships. Because um, one of the things today that I was exploring this morning that I was thinking about was being nice. <laughs> and for me to step 
of further away from being nice and deeper into being authentic. And, you know, with the work that I do with, um, uh, with parents, with, with the work that I do, one of the, the foundational parts of that is really acknowledging our feelings, you know, um, to helping our children do the same and having that kind of basis of empathy um, for, you know, uh, other members in our family, right? And, and one of the things that, that is really pervasive for women and for, for mums is this being nice, being a good mom, being, um, you know, and this kind of sense of what it means to be a good mom, you know, and this, this kind of sacrificing yourself, being like part of the deal, like this generational martyrdom that has been passed on to us as moms from, you know, within our societies um that we're unpicking and breaking free from and I think part of that soup can be encapsulated in being nice you Mm. know so I'm interested to kind of hear your take on that well it's actually reminding me of something that happened here in our home I think it was like two days ago Mm. anger is something that I definitely battled with myself Uh in the past And I've come a long, long way. But my children know that it's a very sensitive issue for me that I'm really trying to overcome my anger and and not be in be able to. I I just put out a podcast episode actually called Befriending Anger and really be my anger's friend and learning how to use it instead of it using me or controlling me. Uh So just this other I think it was like two days ago that I was feeling not so great. I was having really uncomfortable feelings coming up. I was feeling overwhelmed with stuff that was going on at home. And I wasn't as patient and zenful with my children as I usually have been in the last period of time. And then both my older children said to me, you're such an angry mom. Why are you always so angry? Now, I wasn't yelling and I like was very aware of what was going on, but they were definitely sensing that I, you know, I was touching into my anger. Uh-huh. And I could have said, I'm not angry. I'm, you know, like I could have gone into that. <laughs> yeah. And like shouted, I'm not angry. <laughs> exactly. And like become the nice mom that they want to be. And I said, you know what? I am really angry right now. And it's okay for me to be angry. And I see that it's coming off onto you guys and it's not so nice for you. So I'm going to go into the room. I'm going to let my anger be. And I'm just going to be with my anger. And that's what I did. Uh-huh. And they thought in the middle, I, I like to call it mommy timeout. That sometimes mommy has to go into timeout and I need to just be with my emotions Uh and I don't want to show them to put on a fake face and like put on that smile and be that Uh nice little woman that you're no, no, like let's be real. Um, so that just came up and yeah, it happens a lot and I see it a lot with relationships that you Uh have to show that you have a beautiful relationship even when you're not feeling all, all that great. We were actually in the airport a few years ago and we were standing in line and behind us there was this couple that they did not stop fighting the whole time. But like really not nice fighting, uh-huh. saying really not nice words and like like really not nice. And then right before they get to the counter, they were like, oh, we're almost done with the line. We have to take a picture. And they 
put their phone up and took a selfie like he kissed her cheek for the second and then and then right after they took the picture they were like okay fine and then they went back to fighting and I was like oh my goodness we have this idea that we have to put on this nice face as you said or have the best relationship Mm -hmm. when really let's just be real like cut out all the garbage and let's be real about who we are, about what we're going on, what's going on with us. And yeah, let's be real people and bring real experiences into this world. And, you know, it takes a lot of energy to put out that facade, you know, and yeah. And to, to be trying to present this image of like the perfect mom or the perfect family or the perfect couple, you know, um and you know clearly that couple in the line were not they were being pretty authentic they were just arguing right but then putting out this image on social media or whatever of oh look at us you know um that is at odds with you know what what's kind of actually really going on mm. um yeah i mean and i, I, think I also- and i think we get a lot of that you know social media there's a lot of that isn't there um yeah of because because we see the highlights we see the best bits you know and from that cue like the only thing that was smiley and kissy and lovey and 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 nice was what three seconds while they took a photo (laughs) exactly and also you said it takes a lot of energy it takes a lot of our energy to places where we don't want it to go Uh like even when let's let's take an example of a one of your children having a full-on tantrum in the park, right? Uh-huh. You want to use your energy to know how to embrace the tantrum and utilize it for the better of your child and for your parenting journey. But instead, many times when I'm looking around and seeing, oh my goodness, what is everybody thinking about me? Worrying, what, yeah. are they gonna, what kind of mom am I? What kind of child do I have? Instead, I'm putting all my energy into places where afterwards I'll look back and say, but why did I even you know, react that way. That's not who I am. That's not the mother I want to be. So it's taking that energy that I had and putting it in a place where afterwards I'm going to say, wait, that's not what I wanted. So we have to like really take, uh, take all that off and not, and also it's important for me to say that a lot of times when we talk about authenticity, we think that it's like, be as vulnerable as you can to the world. And I don't believe mm. that either. I don't yeah. believe that you have to take everything off and show everything to everybody. You, we also need to learn boundaries about healthy authenticity, which yeah. is also a good thing to know. Being authentic doesn't mean that I could yell at my husband whatever is coming up in my head. That's mm-hmm. not being authenticity. That's touching into my even, I'll say, a bit animalistic part of me, you know, like I don't, we're not animals. We have choice of how we show our authenticity in this world. Yeah. And I think that we need to learn that balance of the dance of being really authentic and bringing my true self and everything and not hide anything that I'm, that I'm feeling and really live who I am and the experiences I'm going through while doing it in a healthy, balanced way. Well, yeah. The word that keeps coming up is responsibility you know being being responsible you know owning our feelings um you know and yeah and and part part of being authentic is is this this kind of responsibility I feel you know so yeah Yeah, I see it used a lot of like that's just who I am I say it as it is and like Uh 
Yeah. That's not that's not authenticity. Like you are who you choose to be. A, a great excuse to be mean, huh? Exactly. I've seen it many yeah. times used as an excuse to say whatever I want, do whatever I want. Yeah. And that's not what authenticity is. No, no. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I'm interested to find out because this is the Legacy Life podcast. So I'm really interested um Actually, before I ask you about that, I just had a look. I wrote a couple of notes down just and I've just got I've just noticed the word authentic um, and 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 setting boundaries around that. So I think it'd be great to have a little chat about having. Um, yeah, I, th- I think part of this. Um, one of the things that comes up with uh, the mums that I work with is having these um boundaries you know kind of loving boundaries around what we're available for and what we're not and when we're trying to be nice and trying to be um I I, you know I think people mums can often fall into being a servant rather than a leader you know and parenting is a leadership kind of uh role you know um, we're guiding ourselves through it and we're, and we're guiding our family, our children, you know, and, you know, coming at things from this place of sacrifice and this place of once, you know, got to be nice. And yeah, it's just like, ugh, um, for everyone. So yeah, I'm interested to hear kind of what, what you, you think about that in terms of having, having these kind of loving boundaries. So I think that also before talking about loving boundaries, it's about really changing how we perceive motherhood. Yes. Because many times we think of motherhood as something that's going to stifle me in many parts of my life, but it'll be nice to, you know, also be a mom. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we need to change that. I'm not either a career woman or a mother. I'm not Mm -hmm. either a wife or a mother. I'm not either. I'm not. Being a mother can be a pedestal to so much growth for all the rest of the parts of my life. Mm -hmm. So we need to take off the servant clothes, step up to the leadership, because like I say, is that we are the leaders of the world tomorrow. You know, Uh the children that are growing up in our home, they're the ones that are going to be leading the world tomorrow. And however we lay down the rules of the world that's what they're growing up with that's the air that they're breathing what we're bringing into our lives into their lives that's what they're going to go out to the world with so take on that responsibility like i don't know i i feel like we need to really empower motherhood and that role and take that off and then once i see my role as such an important part of this world not even just that word you just said important because you know I think often you know there there can be this feeling of of responsibility and burden like when things don't go well with young people it's like the parents that get blamed right it's usually the mom that gets blamed you know that they didn't have what they needed or whatever so you know it can feel like this real pressure to get things right and uh, not screw up our kids and all of this stuff right um but but at the same time it not being valued in our society do you know what i mean not being seen as an as 
as important as being an investment banker or something, right? Absolutely. We could talk historically about how like we needed, you know, feminism for the women to be able to get that role. But then we went to such an extreme that when I was a stay at home mom and I told people that I'm a mom, I would have to be like embarrassed. And they would say, oh, you're just a mom. What do you mean? Just a mom. I'm a mom. And don't be afraid to say, yeah, I'm a mom. That's my full time job. And it's an important job. I'm raising the kids that are going to be you know the leaders of the world yeah and we really need to step up our game as just moms like let's let's take that and and rock it as a as the most important job that there is in this world because oh. there's nothing more important than that so, so i think you know what you're touching on there is this shaming of women you know of moms whether they're just a mom you know well you know that word justice is rubbish isn't it whether you're a full-time mom and that's that's your your main role um or whether you're a working mom or you know a business mom or an entrepreneurial mom and i think there's what can happen is so much um shaming that can happen you know for, for both that people are like well it's not good enough if i'm a mom all the time and it's not good enough if i'm not I'm not good enough if I'm a a mom and an entrepreneur because, you know, and it's just like, you know, to have this, this freedom to actually, and support, you know, I think, I think to, to step into however you want it to be, because, you know, some people don't, you know, really want to be growing a business at the same time as they're being a mom, you know? And that's fine too. Yeah. Yeah. It's as if society is never happy with whatever we do as moms. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like there's no way to be right. There's always what to be guilty about. And I think that brings Mm. us back to the boundaries part about really having, you call it a legacy, having Mm -hmm. a vision of what is it that I want for myself? What is it that I want for my relationship? What is it that I want for my family? And how do we do that? And build really clear boundaries around that. What feels good for us? And it might be something that, I don't know, maybe my mother-in-law is not so happy about it. But Uh if that's the boundary that I need for our family legacy, really learn how to own up to that to that boundary and Mm -hmm. you know it's really a work of life of learning how to build our boundaries and how to learn what are the boundaries that i need for each one of those circles of me myself my my relationship and my family Mm -hmm. and it's so important to know what my needs are and Mm -hmm. around those needs to really build build boundaries and to learn how to live according to them and that's yeah Yeah. huge work and that and that additional aspects i i work with a lot of um a lot of entrepreneurial moms you know i love working with coaches therapists and healers who are kind of growing this this legacy of impact or have a desire to grow this legacy of impact alongside their parenting journey you know and um and a big thing that comes up is these boundaries around their business and their family lives you know um 
yeah, that that's a, a big part that, that often it's comes not up. Simple. I mean, I could say yeah. also as an entrepreneur and a mom, I have five kids. My youngest is four months old and it's not easy because mm. sometimes you feel like the boundaries are so wishy washy to each way because there's no clear boundaries. Like if you go out to work from eight to whatever mm-hmm. and, and then you come back and there's no there's no such thing. So you really have to learn what works for you and yeah. be really intentional about your time for example for me i learned that in the last few weeks what works for me is to sleep with my baby during the day and then work at night and Mm -hmm. not be in the gate in the in the guilt all the time during the day of she's napping so now i should work and then she wakes up and be upset that she's waking up like no just learn what works for you at every stage of life and every stage of motherhood because things change so rapidly and you need to learn how to savor every moment so feel good with what feels good for you and not necessarily for your business coach or for your peers or whatever it is. Touch into what's right for you and what your clear boundaries need to be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, so great to talk about that. Um, so as we've, I can't believe we've almost been talking for half an hour already. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm really interested to find out what you feel your your legacy is that you are creating with your your family and your business Hmm. so i believe that my legacy is to really i'm looking for the right word because i would i don't want to say enrich to empower to change transform but really change how we view relationships in this world Mm -hmm. and especially the marital relationship or the husband wife partnership whatever you want to call it because i truly believe that it is a way for us to mirror ourselves and be in the most deep self-development and change who we are and it is a way for us to really show up in life in the highest way that we can and i i believe that the, a healthy relationship that a mom and a, and a dad have between themselves is the biggest gift they give to their children as well. Because as we said, that's the air that they're breathing. Uh-huh. That's the air that they're learning. So if you lead with, you know, I, I had a client who it was really, we were working on her kids um, yelling in the home. That was one uh-huh. of the things that came up in her goal that she was working towards. And it, it was very frustrating for her how her kids would yell. And then it was, very unapparent to her how much she was yelling at her husband uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they do what we do they don't do what we say exactly they, do what they we don't do. care what you say they care what you do it doesn't yeah. matter how many times you tell your child not to yell if you're yelling at your husband or if you're not respecting your husband or if you're that's what they're learning yeah so my legacy is i really want to add love and connection in this world i feel like we're in such a society of disconnect even though you might have a thousand facebook friends how many of them do you really have emotional connection to Mm -hmm. how many of them do you really have we we like we kind of know how to surf but we don't know how to um, dive deep Mm -hmm. and we're kind of on the shallow with relationships and we know how to like why did it become okay to ask somebody out when you're texting or to break up with someone in a text like that's not okay that's not okay yeah you need to learn how to how to go back to real deep connections and really change relationships so i feel like that's my legacy just the other day my my daughter said to me you're so obsessed with everything that has to do with marriage and relationships and partnership 
partnership and whatever. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess something's coming along. Like she, she gets that. Yeah. So that is definitely my legacy. Amazing. Yeah. It's, um, you know, that, that I, I, I suppose it's, it's that cause I've been in a relationship for so long, you know, wow. Yeah. I mean, we had uh, earlier mobile phones at the beginning of our relationship. We had no, well, you know, you didn't have smartphones. They didn't really go on the internet much and all of that. The internet was in its infancy, all of, <laughs> all of that, you know? Um, so this whole idea of uh, breaking up with people via a text is just like, what? <laughs> well, I know that most people think it's not okay, but the fact is it happens so much. So uh, even if we know it's not okay, but it's still happening, something needs to change. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Well, also, um, I'll, I'll just add to that, that it really became my legacy. I always knew that I wanted to work with couples. Or I wanted to work with, you know, moms to work on their relationship because I thought that I had the best marriage in the whole world. And I see how great it is and how it changes your life. Mm -hmm. And then we hit rock bottom. Ah. <laughs> and from that place of learning how bitter it is when it's bitter and knowing how hard it is and then knowing how beautiful it could be when it's beautiful from that place it became like okay this is what I want to do I really want to help other moms go through that transformation and be able to really build a beautiful life that they love and live in love with themselves and with their husbands and with their families and with their lives yeah oh that's beautiful yeah it's so interesting isn't it um uh it, it gives us so much more empathy and understanding when you know we've been to that to those places as well you know and had um you know similar struggles that we've been able to come through and found those tools and resources to do that you know and be able to mm -hmm. share those and pass on you know uh, and support others yeah amazing Oh, so great to speak to you today uh, about all of this. And um, what would you like to leave people with um, today as we finish up? So I would love to leave with everyone that don't be okay with just okay. I want everybody to really believe that their marriage, their love can be unbelievably beautiful. And if you're not feeling it, seek help. If you're not feeling it, find the resources that you need in order to make it that. And it's not in order to add guilt onto your plate of, oh, I, we also need a good relationship and we're not there. No, no. Take away the guilt. Take away the blame. Take away all that. Mm -hmm. But just really use it as an empowerment to find the right way to get there. Maybe it's seek out a coach. Maybe it's read the right books. Maybe it's talk to the right people. Maybe it's find a model couple for you. You know, I once did like this poll and I asked people, um, actually, no, this one was a, one of my friends did this poll. One of my friends did this poll that she's also a, a coach that works with couples. And she asked, um, she asked couples, who are, who's the couple that you model in your relationship? Mm -hmm. And most of the couples that she asked had a very hard time finding a couple that they really would want to model their relationship. Almost nobody answered their parents. Um, I don't remember the percentages. I need to ask her once. Um, and it was kind of like shocking. But sometimes we need to find that model couple that we want to be like. So maybe it's learning from people that you live around. Maybe it, find the resources that you need in order to make your marriage beautiful. Because, but, but I suppose the first part is the commitment for that 
you know, to work in that area, to, to put the work in, in that area, isn't it? You know, absolutely. you know, and making the decision that it's important. I think a lot of times the commitment doesn't come when you don't believe that it's possible. Yeah. Because there's yeah. something so cultural agreed that mm -hmm. once you have kids, your marriage just, you know, kind of gets flushed down the toilet and, you know, OK, fine. You're after kids. I remember even after we got married, we were walking on the street. We were married already for a few years. And somebody said to us, aren't you newly married? And we were like, well, kind of. We're married. I don't, I don't remember how many years it was. And he was like, oh, wait a few more years. It'll go away. That nice glow that you have in your eyes. And I was like. <laughs> like what? thanks for the doom and gloom <laughs> absolutely but you know what even if he wouldn't have said it to us it said all around us in all yeah. different ways yeah, so i think yeah, the yeah. first part that we need to do is go back to that belief and really believe it and live it that things can be beautiful and unbelievable and not in a rosy kind of glasses way that and be blind of the hardships yeah there are hardships and there are challenges but that doesn't mean that in the long run not just in the long run. It doesn't mean that the challenges can't be beautiful as well and be working together to be on a beautiful journey together. Yay, that's a great place to finish. Thank you so much. And Thank do you. let us know what you take away from this episode today, those that are listening. And if you want to um, connect further, um, then check out all the links below this episode. 